There are a lot of things I get wrong when it comes to guesswork. I observe, and then I come to a conclusion. If there's a conclusion to come to, which more often than not there isn't. A lot remains unknown. Things change while you look at them. I better get dressed, I thought, sitting on the couch. So I finished my drink and took a shower. The water was hot, as always in my building, and the bathroom filled with steam. I stood in the shower, under the hot water, trying to sober up a little, thinking of Elaine Andrews. There was something strange about her voice. She sounded young, and maybe didn't sound sad, though she was crying, crying considerably, and she sounded scared. Of course she sounded scared, I thought. She'd just found her husband with a knife protruding from his chest on their Chesterfield. Usually I would have thought couch, I thought. And wasn't that the word Mrs. Andrews, Elaine Andrews, used when she called? Didn't she say couch? I found my husband on the couch, with a knife in his chest? I'm sure that's what she said, I thought, standing in the shower, in the steam-filled washroom under extremely hot water. Her voice sounded strange. Young, quite young, under forty, but perhaps under thirty, though I wasn't sure. Perhaps her voice sounded young because she was crying— Crying tends to be something young people do, or at least hysterical crying. Older people don't cry hysterically, I thought. Babies cry hysterically, of course, because they are babies and not yet resigned to this world. Teenage girls, too, cry hysterically, though older people don't, I thought. Or at least that's what I'd observed over the years, the years of my life, which aren't many, when considering the history of human life— so perhaps I'm just inexperienced when it comes to the hysterical tears of old people. Old people, the ones with dementia, them I could see crying hysterically, I thought, standing in the hot water of the shower. Mrs. Andrews, however, didn't sound old. On the contrary, she sounded young. She sounded young and sexy. Why sexy? What led me to believe she was sexy? Perhaps she wasn't, though something in her voice sounded sexy— Desperation? Was desperation sexy? Usually not, I thought. When a man seems desperate, desperate to get laid, for instance, that's when it never happens. Unless, of course, he's willing to pay. But that's different. To be fair, it's not that sexy when a woman is desperate, or overly desperate, either. But Mrs. Andrews's desperation was different. She was desperate for me to help her. She was desperate for my services. She sounded like perhaps I could help her, that perhaps I was the only one who could, and maybe that's what I found sexy. Maybe she was still in her nightgown, I thought, or maybe that's what made me think she was so sexy-sounding, that is to say, the possibility that she was still in her nightgown when she called, or a silk robe with nothing on underneath. But the police were on their way. She'd dress for the police, I thought. But when she found the body— the dead body of her husband, after she'd called out to him from their bed in the night, she was most likely scantily clad, perhaps even totally nude. This young woman was perhaps totally nude, I thought, while showering, when she found her husband laid out on the couch with a knife protruding from his chest. Or at least she was probably totally nude before finding him, when she was alone in bed. I thought about this for a few more minutes, while I finished my shower.
When my cab pulled up near Mrs. Elaine Andrews's house, formerly Mr. Gerald Andrews's house too, there were two police cars in the driveway. One a black and white squad car, the other a dark blue unmarked car of the same make and model. Mrs. Elaine Andrews, Elaine Andrews, Elaine, was standing on the porch crying, dressed, wearing a tan raincoat. It looked like she was giving a uniformed officer her statement. She didn't see me right away, which was for the best. It gave me an opportunity to appraise the situation, to get a good look at the scene, and observe everything before the knowledge of my presence corrupted things as they were. Elaine sniffled into a handkerchief while looking down at her shoes. The uniformed officer took notes in his notepad, something I never do till afterward, while she stood there crying. It didn't look like she was saying much. Nevertheless, he kept scribbling away, taking notes in situ. Perhaps I thought he wasn't...